Hey Porcelain Throne listeners, this week's episode is brought to you by Ideal Signs in Redwater, Alberta. If you had a chance to check out any of the awesome stickers we've been promoting the podcast with, they all come from our friends at Ideal Signs. Contact them for your promotional signs, truck and business vehicle decals and any of your other printing or design needs. Call Mackenzie or Dan at Ideal Signs, 780-942-3687 or email them at idealsigns at telus.net. That's call Mackenzie or Dan at Ideal Signs at 780-942-3687 or email them at idealsigns at telus.net. Enjoy the episode. Luke's got a surprise tonight too. I've got a surprise tonight. I got a surprise for tonight. Do you have a surprise? Ooh. No way. Oh, I think. Is it? Somebody been workshopping some some new theme songs. Ooh. But uh, it's it's not it's not going to be anything you think it would be. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it was something I knew how to play already. Oh, so like, is it Nickelback? Mary had a little lamb. Well, just like once they're like. Some could maybe call them the Nickelback of heavy music, heavier music. Oh, Do I say some Scott staff? <laughs> oh, I wish. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to keep you guys waiting on bated breaths here until we do deeper, Luke. Welcome to the Porcelain Throne, everyone. Episode fucking 19? 17. No, 17. 17. Welcome to the Porcelain Throne, everyone. Episode 17. <laughs> Thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, I'm Dane Collison, one of your hosts, and also a plumber. And with me tonight is uh, Kurt Dahl, a plumber. Hey, man, good to be here. Fuck yeah, man, good to see you. Good to see. You. I seen you and your brother today, so I'm not know why I'm fronting like I haven't seen you guys today. But and uh, yeah, right under that we got uh, Lucas Dahl, Kurt's little brother, and a plumber. Hey there. Yeah, I hope you guys took notes on uh, counting this week because. Yeah, I got the count. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know what the fuck to think there. And down at that bottom row, we got uh, we got our island boy, the plumber Jordan Clark. Hey, I'm a just island boy. I'm a just island boy. I'm a get cute. Yeah, number four in the, in the introduction, but number one in your hearts. <laughs> fucking A, buddy. Oh, Always yeah, number one in our hearts. That's right. Always number one. So what are we here for this week? We watched Resident Evil from 2002 starring Mila Jovovich or J- Jovovich. I'm going to go with Jovovich. I'm sure there's a better way to pronounce that, but I think that's a good send. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm that's the, probably the American but... pronunciation. Jovovich. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Right. And uh, yeah. really, I guess and Michelle Rodriguez. That's the other kind of big star in this one. Yes, she was huge in this. And it's kind of like one of her first movies, isn't it? I think so. And because it this was the year where she kind of blew up too, because this is their Fast and Furious uh, premiere. Yeah, she's yeah. definitely typecasted as the the Butch Latina after this. Yeah, the tough <laughs> tough Latina broad. Yeah, and I mean she is. She probably is right. That's probably 
probably how she booked most of her roles back then was just that having that going for her. She's kind of the um, machete of the the women's world. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's exactly who I was just trying to fucking think of. His Straight name. up, she's kind of got the like scar above her one, her one leg. <laughs> yeah, man, for sure, for sure. And what? And the other thing I noticed: um, to be tough in an early two thousands movie, you have to have your hair back in a braid with two strands that come down the front, just like Tomb Raider, man. Yeah, mm, yeah, you're right. Yeah. She had the exact same hairdo going, and that's just yeah. if you're tough woman from the early 2000s, that was your that was your look, man. These were some badass chicks in these last two movies, and they, they were they went they went out of their way to like make them so like I don't know masculine in the movies to the point where they had to make the men look feminine just yeah. so they look more manly. <laughs> Which is sweet. This was, I, I'm, uh, I'm for it. <laughs> sorry, this was the goon squad that um, we deserved in the last movie. They were like the A team. Yeah, yeah. Team. We are the reinforcements. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is they. They had to hire the guys in Tomb Raider because the good team got killed off. <laughs> yeah. There was a little rope action in this too at the beginning. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And some fucking repelling happening. Yeah, definitely. Well, why don't we get into it then? Fucking into the plot. In so the hive, it's a top secret underground genetic research facility owned by the Umbrella Corporation. Luke, we're good still. Uh, <laughs> 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 you know, I was gonna just say uh, what the, the, I wanted to touch on the name of the city. Raccoon. raccoon city yeah, <laughs> yeah and you know a little misleading colony, I think. did you guys have a raccoon count this week because i didn't see one raccoon yeah i kind of feel lied Fuck, to you. man yeah. i was looking i love it I, I yeah i had that as my main count <laughs> <laughs> it was zero believe it or not at the end so Luke's just to go a curveball <laughs> so we we fire up the movie and we're just going to start with right now it's the t-virus that's what this shit's called the t-virus that that's infecting everybody that's fucking up everybody in this building so we see this guy he puts all the t-viruses into a case and loads it in and then he tosses the vial into the room and it smashes on the ground and starts releasing toxins but right here is I, I'm as another thing from these late '90s, early 2000s movies. If there's something deadly, biological weapons, um, you know, explosive weapons, you name it, let's always transport it in a breakable glass cylinder every mm. time, guys. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> totally. It's, it sounds like you're describing the plot to COVID-19. Oh, I thought, I, I, I thought this was uh, I thought this was an episode of Law and Order at the beginning when they were defining the the T virus, and then the Resident Evil title came up. It was like dun dun. <laughs> so you, I don't know, out of the four of us, who's played a lot of Resident Evil? I've played a fair amount of Resident, like the video games. I've played a decent amount of them. It's your first Couple times time out of buddies. It was your first time on like the was it the Dreamcast? um because that was no ps1 i had i think i had resident evil 2 on ps1 do you remember the venice gifts and canmore that that uh they used to let you demo games that's where i played 
oh. at the first Resident Evil, and they they were like the only place in Canada with the Dreamcast. Oh man, shouts out! What what, what are they called again in Canmore? Uh, Venice Gifts. <laughs> Venice gifts, man. Shouts out. <laughs> Go stop in and uh, you can test those Dreamcast games. And I bet you they still have the Dreamcast. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And you can get any variety of Zippo lighter there as well. Mm. <laughs> Breakable vials, yeah. Of anabolic mutagens. Anabolic right? fucking mutagens. Shouts out. You got to drink if drink if we mention anabolic mutagens um <laughs> elsewhere okay so the the virus gets out kills everybody inside through just various wild means she wakes up in the uh how did how did dogs always know that something's going on too hey they can smell it and smell like, it before everyone like they're always yeah. the first ones to to know Damn. definitely and uh, doberman pincers too fuck I, I just cool I, that's the one thing I remember is the dogs and the uh, the little holographic girl. It's the one thing I ever remember from playing the Resident Evil games. Oh, the Red Queen. Yeah, her little hologram. Next scene. This is another uh, scene I was I was telling uh, Kurt about today. I was I was trying to get <clears throat> trying to get my fiance to watch this movie with me. I was like, you know, it's it's based on a video game. It's not really that crazy scary. Like it's it's more of an action film or whatever and like put the movie on <clears throat> and the first scene as soon as these two fucking idiots walk into the elevator i don't know eight uh guy a and girl b or whatever they walk into the elevator immediately remember this scene from the first time i watched it i'm like uh you might want to go just watch anime in the living room because like there's definitely a girl about to get her head chopped off by a goddamn elevator and whoa man what a scene that is like fucking sets the tone i thought they were gonna at least show it i was like i was it stopped and she was like saved i was like oh man that was a close one and just like the red queen had something else in the cards for her Oh, oh fuck yeah, right. man! Just up the elevator. You just—they don't need to show it to to know what you know. To oh, just gnarly. I, pic- mind I pictured, that. I pictured the scene in Scary Movie when the girls trying to crawl through the doggy door in the garage, and, <laughs> and uh, Ghostface tries to open the door, and she's just so fat that the garage just collapses on her. <laughs> but yeah, like that girl. They open the door like half an inch, and she's like, "Oh, I think I can squeeze through yeah. now." She gets her yeah. finger out. Yeah, <laughs> never do that as safety guy. That's I advise against that. That's just a bad move. Yeah, like you're safety, no safety tips from Kurt early this week, guys. Yeah. He's coming in early with those. You got to call those <laughs> out when you see him because you know, definitely, definitely. Sees everybody dead laying on the ground. She's like, "I can get in there." Yeah, so like, like no, no, do yeah. what? Die? <laughs> yeah, like, why do you want to get out of there? Seems yeah. like the elevator is the safest place to be. Might be yeah. the safest spot to be, but I mean, I think either way, they were all going to get turned into zombies of some way, shape, or form eventually. But someone, yeah. someone in uh, my family actually has a little bit of history with elevators. <laughs> I got, I got, I, I may or allegedly may have got stuck in an elevator how then, long uh, you know I, I can't remember but it it stinted me on them for a little bit how, how old, old were you? you 
I'd say like in the six to seven range. Maybe. Oh, no. Were you pushing buttons and shit or was it? I, I can't remember. I, I think it was here in Edmonton, actually. I think I was visiting the grandparents and uh, maybe Luke was messing with the buttons. And uh, <laughs> probably your little brother. Yeah. Just pulled but, an elf. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It traumatized me, though, for sure. It took no, a while I- to get back in there. Dude, I've I've just noticed your energy now that I'm realizing this in elevators. You're always a little jumpy when we're in an elevator uh, going up know. to a site. Hey, like <laughs> that was it growing up too. We had, we were stairs people after that. <laughs> <laughs> your heart will fail you later. Of our life, uh, we were stairs people. I'm gonna take the stairs. I gotta get my that. steps in. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. I'm a stairs guy too. Just yeah, to get that get that exercise in. Moving on here. Alice, she wakes up in the shower of an empty mansion and she doesn't know who she is, where she was. Kind of a typical, you know, like we see this a lot in movies. Where am I? What am I? Who am I? Uh, she explores the mansion. She's confronted by a dude. She, well, yeah, she's, yeah, she was exploring and then she was going outside. And then, right. Uh, and she runs into fucking the guy. It's and then the like commandos come the in, right? Time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The cop guy or the cop yeah. guy. What the yeah. hell was his name? Jet Max or something, or Bryce I I Craig. It, I had it written down, Kyle. Generic Kyle. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah like really hit the this... ground running in this movie. Like it, it comes at you fast. Why did it keep? They kind of did a um, uh, what's that? What's that um, Quentin Tarantino movie where they um, stuck in the middle with you plays? Uh, Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir they kinda, Dogs. Yeah. They kind of did that with the names because a lot of these characters are like Mr. Gray, Mr. Red, Mrs. Black, Dr. Green. Yeah. Dr. Blue. I noticed that. I think it's because they were probably just too lazy to give them names and backstories. They weren't named like that in the games, were they? No. In fact, nobody in this movie was in a Resident Evil game. Uh, okay. Not even a single character, <laughs> except for at the end. Uh, when they talk about Nemesis at the end, when, they, when they're going to put Buddy in the Nemesis program. Right. Nemesis is a Resident Evil beast. Because that's the, the fake cop. He turns into Nemesis, right? <laughs> yeah, Craig. Spoiler. Well, I'm just, I can call him Craig. Um, yeah, anyway, she wakes up. They get confronted by this fucking com- group of commandos. The man. Oh, here we go. We're going to find his name out, guys. Matt Addison reveals himself to be a police officer. And this is, he he actually does an Arnold quote here, but not in an Arnold accent. He's like, I'm a cop, you idiot. But my first thought was, I'm a cop, you idiot. <laughs> was that um, kindergarten cop? I think so. I think that's kindergarten cop. <laughs> Simon I don't know why there. that's the one line I remember from that movie. I watched it once when I was maybe in kindergarten. <laughs> like, this guy doesn't know what he's it. doing. I'm a cop, you idiot. Okay, where are we here? They're seized by the commandos. Uh, Matt Addison, he's the cop. Uh, they handcuff him regardless, so now they have this prisoner with them the whole time. I think maybe they knew he wasn't a fucking cop from the get-go just by how much of a, like, you know when you see a cop trying to not be a, like a, an undercover cop, and you're like, that's a cop for sure. It was like the reverse of that. They were like, he's not a cop. He did more handcuffed than anybody else with a firearm, too. Dude, yeah, that scene near the end, yeah, fuck yeah. Um, so then they open this mirror door to this underground train station, and they discover um, Spence, another unconscious victim, suffering from am- amnesia. 
and Alice recognizes him because he was in their wedding photograph in the mansion. And we're starting to piece together that like these two are connected. Um, you know, they it tells us they were married, but we kind of find out a little bit different later on. But we'll move on from that. Uh, James, one shade, he's the head of the commandos, and he starts to explain to Alice and Spence and the rest of the commandos, and they're all they're all employees of uh, the Umbrella Corporation. It was Umbrella that sent them there to investigate the hive. Uh, the Red Queen killed all the Umbrella staff. So the Red Queen is the computer system, right inside the building. That's that's uh, gonna have to stop here for a second. AI. Absolutely. Uh, they boarded the train at this point, correct? Yes, they're onto the train. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if you guys wanted to save it or get it out in the open or if this is going to be like a new segment called uh, Talking Trains. Uh, I think it should be called Ask Derek, but yeah. you know? <laughs> or, or Talking Trains with Derek. But I do. I have, I have some questions for Derek. We'll ask the first question here. Uh, how do trains work? Do they plug into the track like Michelle Rodriguez does in this scene? They just plug into the track from the bottom of the train? Well, Back on what's the train's name? Did anybody notice that? Uh, uh, Aleski 5000 or Aleki yeah, uh, 5000, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I put Alexi or Aleki. Yeah, uh, okay. I that, thought it was, was the Hogwarts Express. Yeah, yeah platform <laughs> nine and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so she was responsible for releasing all the nerve gas, the Red Queen, in the mansion, and it caused Alice and Spence's amnesia also. Uh, throughout the film. Alice starts to have glimpses of what the fuck was going on in the past. The crew eventually find their way to the queen's chamber. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> Hold the reins whenever. Cause these, these plots go really quick now. So <laughs> yeah, you, you're, you're jumping ahead of a couple of my favorite scenes. Like when they come down there and they see the, the lab that got filled with water and yeah. tried to use the axe to get out of there and you just saw like a little piece of glass come out from Ooh. the sharp end of the axe and they're all like okay like move up and there's water pissing out of this thing and they could have walked right around the water and not got wet and they just decided to like <laughs> go right go through, through it, it. To, like, it's How like michelle they... rodriguez had to prove a point or something that's how did they tough. know it was water water don't too. phase her yeah, like, yeah, yeah it could I have would, been anything. Eh? Yeah. Bottle of mutagens. Well, yeah, exactly. It could have been full of mutagens, man. But that that also that scene, man, where they walk by and the fucking little girls on the window and her fucking eyes open. That's a good jump scare moment. It set that up pretty hard. It was you knew it was coming. I feel like that was a moment also that was in the trailers, maybe when this movie was coming out. Because it's definitely you do see it from a mile away. I feel like the most jumpy parts were when the squad that somebody would be sitting there and then the suspense music would come. The next thing you know, somebody's just over their shoulder. You ready? You done yet? You coming? It's like, holy fuck. <laughs> so um, they get the to the queen's chamber and they realize there's a big security door and they have to start disarming the security door. And, um, yeah, they, so they start to try to disable the whole like Red Queen system, and then he goes into the corridor here with a couple of guys to to bring all the shit through. And all of a sudden, they get to the door, and it looks like they have the code right, but they actually don't have it right. And it starts this fucking laser shooting across the room um, at about neck height, and three of them duck down, 
and fucking the laser gets this chick that didn't duck down it cuts her neck off and it cuts half of a dude's hand off and they're sitting there freaking out this chick's head just fucking slops off of her goddamn shoulders onto the ground and she it's like on. this too. is like such a fucking intense scene man <laughs> i really liked this yeah. scene yeah it's like yeah, big it's... ghost ship vibes very very video gamey too how you have they're you know they're jumping up and down and dodging and then they, yes. the laser's coming but he tries to jump up the laser moves up and zips him in yeah. half fucking gnarly man yeah then squad leader does the plank off the chin up yeah you really think he's gonna make it here hey <laughs> he cuts his yeah. k-bar off yeah that was pretty yeah. sweet and then, and the then just straight up dirty. yeah yeah, I was rooting for him so hard that I just felt in my heart that at some point he was going to die. He was doing like the whole hand thing too when the last laser was coming. And then when yeah. he saw it split into diamonds, he's just like, oh. Yeah, he's he just like, looks well, so defeated. Yeah, well, That's this is that. it. <laughs> yeah, that was the kill screen in the game. Oh, yeah, definitely. He's looking like fucking Hellraiser after that shit too, man. I came. <laughs> Well, and it like goes right through his eyeball too, and you kind of see his eyeball leaking before he starts yeah. crumbles into pieces. And like just the sound, like the plopping sound, like the when they when he starts to slide apart, it's like, oh yeah, yeah. it's like <laughs> wet meat hitting the ground. Oh yeah, it just flops all down. Yeah, nasty. Just like like when I pull my pants down. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! What? What? Why? 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 <laughs> All right. Oh my god. <laughs> after that, after the meat hits the ground, Alice, Spence, Kaplan, JD, Rain, and Matt are the only guys left in the squad. Uh, Alice and Kaplan shut the queen down. Have been doing so. They open the doors to this facility, releasing the undead I've... staff and experiments from the laboratory from the laboratory in which they were imprisoned. So they let everybody out on accident here. All this, the infected this, people. That's when they go in and they uh, override the Red Queen. And then that's when we get the first glimpse of the hologram. And, and, and the yeah. hacker man opens up his wristwatch. It was like a full phone on his wrist. Yeah, I was that thinking that. I was like, so looks cool. like he's got a freaking laptop on his forearm. It was probably bigger than your iPad. Probably. Ahead of their time. <laughs> I, had, I used to have a contacts thing, like a for your phone numbers and emails and stuff that was like that size you'd open it up and you'd punch in people's information and i was thinking i was like that'd be kind of cool to have i was like well fuck i guess i got a phone that's got everything on it now <laughs> yeah, it is um it's wild to me how the this movie before we even see a zombie they off like half of the characters that's i wasn't crazy. expecting yeah. zombies to be honest you just thought they were really fighting the security system the whole time and I, I thought it was just going to be like mutated, like monsters. I didn't, uh, yeah, because okay. yeah, yeah. I never really played the game much. It's just... always been a combination. There's always big mutated fucks, but then there's just kind of like ground level fucked up zombies that get infected as well. Um, but moving on, uh, they they meet their first zombie, and the, uh, Michelle Rodriguez Rain has an encounter with the zombie here and gets fucking bit for the first time. Um, First, actually, she was cleaning her nails with a knife, 
Total uh, Franklin style. Yeah, I just, I just wanted to see if Jordan knew what kind of knife that was or if we have a... Oh, yeah, Jordan, did you get a well, glimpse of that? You said the K-Bar earlier was the one that... It's That's normally standard uh, Marine's issue is the K-Bar. Uh, she didn't have the, the notch spine on it. Uh, yeah, it just I it, it just from the from the tip. I'm just gonna go with a generic uh, Swiss. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Knife talk with Jordan and Luke. We'll keep you on I'll the come edge. Up with a theme song eventually. <laughs> so we're uh, we're becoming uh, the podcast with the most podcasts within the podcasts. I think. I Real think quick here. We're like one of those <laughs> ru- what are those Russian dolls called? Just, yeah. They're just, they're just yeah, so it's many like the Russian, they're called Russian uh, nesting <laughs> dolls, I think. That's, that's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say I, I, I think there's we gotta separate what's a segment and what's a what's a uh what's a podcast Side. within a podcast. Deeper Luke is definitely a podcast within a podcast. That's fair. I, I'm all for it either way. I love, I love it. <laughs> This just segment after segment. We got train talk. We got knife talk. Yeah. And it's all during the plot, which is yeah. it's a segment in and of itself. So they start blasting when they're when they're sitting in the in the dryer tube vent um, area with all the big canisters filled with creepy monsters. And it totally reminded me of the arcade where you put the the dollar in and you get like you're just a yeah. rail shooter. Yeah, because like yeah. all they're doing there is just shooting. They're just blasting these things. The like blue and, and red right. guns yeah. that are connected to the telephone cord at the arcade. That one. Those ones, yeah. right? Shoot them in the guts and in the legs and stuff. Not like, a single <laughs> one is shooting a zombie in the head. Like, yeah. I think I only saw one actually get shot in the head. And actually, was... by the end of the scene, I was like, "What are you fuck? Like, you guys are supposed to be like the best of the best, and you're just like not going to put these oh. fuckers down like yeah. in one shot." Like, actually, actually, I guess there was it that the the hive did uh, house 500 employees. So like that is a quite a bit of people down there that uh, you could go for, but fuck. But after man, after Michelle Rodriguez's pro. fucking incident, man, already, and then getting bit again during yeah. that fight or before, yeah, she gets bit again when she's trying to save JD. Right, this is when JD gets they they open the door to try to escape all these fucking zombies that start surrounding. Oh them. yeah, and fucking JD as he opens the door, it's just packed with even more zombie employees, and he gets yeah. sucked in and Rain's trying to save him. And she gets another fucking bite on her neck right here, I think. If I was in a zombie apocalypse, I'd definitely be wearing like a leather jacket, though. Like, try and bite through <laughs> yeah. that shit. Like- or how about, <laughs> how about uh, fake cops' pants? They were on fire for like a full minute. And polyester no fire damage. Oh yeah, that was yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, man. That's when they're trying to escape. Um, that frustrated me how he struggled so long to get the handcuffs off. When like, if your hands are tied behind your back, you can just like bring them around your legs and in front. And then easy I'm, for you to say. I don't think I could do that at my <laughs> size and height, man. There's no fucking way. Like step over your hands. Yeah. Fucking There's right. not a fucking chance that my 100%. six foot two, two hundred fifty okay, pound Shaw. ass is doing that, man. Man, I'll do it at work one day. You guys zip tie my hands up and I'll from behind <laughs> my back and I'll We're videotaping this shit. This is this is recorded now. So. Absolutely, and it's gonna be going up. Just nondescript location. <laughs> Just like rolling on the ground. Fucking <laughs> yeah. Sean comes around the corner. <laughs> 
Okay, so Rain becomes infected after oh. getting multiple bite runes. That's during that battle. Uh, Alice discovers that Matt's not a police officer. Oh, yeah. he, he's not a cop. Oh, there you go. Alice right. discovers That's that Matt suit. was not a police officer <laughs> and used the title as a cover in his goal to help take down the Umbrella Corporation. Matt, with the help of his sister, who was one of the employees from the first scene, uh, attempts to smuggle a sample of the T-virus and that's which is the cause of the zombies uh the two were unsuccessful so matt believes this to be the fault of lisa's contact who supposedly betrayed her throughout the film alice has flashbacks and she realizes that she was actually his sister's contact and not really still doesn't really know her role in all the shit that went down yet though she doesn't know if she fucked her over or not even by the end she doesn't really say whether she fucked her over or not That'd be so hard to know, like, you know, like you come to your senses and you actually realize you were kind of a well, fucking yeah, prick. Like the heel turn with <laughs> Spence at the end. We're yeah. like, oh, yeah. how did none of his prick characteristics stay through the amnesia? Like, What what other show is that guy? That's the other character I noticed. I've seen him in uh, stuff before. Yeah, well, I can't I can't remember. He's always just like a husband or the fake cop. The Spence. husband. Spence. Yeah, he's always just kind of like a secondary character. He's never really had a lead, but I feel I like he's on a face TV to show. He's got a he's got a really recognizable face, that's for sure. Notice how they're always out of ammo, just like in the video game. Just like in the game, yeah. yeah. I also wanted to shout out at the beginning during the title screen. That's what I was trying to remember earlier. They don't when Resident Evil pops up the screen on the screen. There isn't a voice that goes Resident Evil. Because every single Resident Evil game up until like six, that's what how you turn it on, you put the new game in, and the whatever game number it is pops up, and it's like Resident Evil Three. Like every <laughs> oh, game, okay. every time you turn it on, it does that. Discovery did you guys notice? On. Back to the ammunition. Did you notice who the manufacturer of the ammunition was? Umbrella Smith and Wesson. Yeah, it was Umbrella Nine Nine Millimeter that she had. All right. Soon they're reuni- reunited back at the Queen's Chamber and they're forced to switch back, switch her back on so they can Which, get did first. Did you guys have like a missing scene at this point? Because all they were they were in the the lab and Mr. Fake Cop and Alice were just kind of chatting. And then all of a sudden <coughs> it cuts to the next scene and they're like barreling through the door getting chased by zombies. Right. I think you're right. Maybe only me. No, no. No, because I, I I watched it. Yeah, like okay. the. Oh fuck. my god! <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm just doing some reading here. I fucking found our six degrees of fucking separation. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, yeah, right I, I did a light a light perusing on Google earlier and found a connection through the lead actress. We'll get. We'll talk about it yeah. when we do it. Okay. Um, so they switch on. They switch on the Red Queen again to get help from her. So they can escape. Uh, Kaplan overrides the queen's circuit breaker. Uh, so the next time she's being disabled, to, that it will be permanent. Uh, so the red queen kind of agrees to help them out here. Uh, Alice and the others try to escape through the maintenance tunnels and they're ambushed by zombies. Rain gets really fucked up in this scene and starts getting weaker and weaker from her bites. Uh, Kaplan gets split off from the rest of the team. That's when they're in that fucking caged room, right? And all the zombies are in that fucking pit at the bottom, and Kaplan's stuck. And you're like, well, it's over for him, man. He's fucking done. I thought he was going to off himself. 
Did we skim over the the inside out dogs? Uh, um, yeah, that's when she first got her gun. That's when she like first made kind yeah, of made her. Yeah, we definitely skimmed over it. Yeah, those are sweet, and those are the dogs from the beginning that smelled the virus. Mm. Definitely Turned inside out. Yeah. They're it's, I, oh, I'm so I, I, I was actually oh, hoping to get like, some deeper looks this week on like how the fuck they did that because they looked like real dogs with like meat draped over them, which is like yeah. kind of fucked up. That's yeah. that, that's exactly what they did, and they had trouble keeping the dogs from like licking and eating it off of their. Obviously, yeah, I bet. it's meat. It's, <laughs> yeah. it almost looked like it almost looked like Jerky Boys jerky draped over them. Oh yeah, here we go with the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you know, it's funny. I had a bag up. It's Jack Links, oh, yeah. but I was gonna eat it during the podcast just to see if you know. <laughs> I didn't want to be smacking my lips all night though. Okay, and anyways, you were saying that Buddy was gonna off himself on top of the pipes. So. Fuck, yeah. I'm so glad he didn't. Like that's such a. He was a, a good, good character. Thing. He's a sympathetic character by the end. Yeah, you're like, oh, this guy's kind of a bitch, but he'll, you know, he's he's toughening up. Alice remembers that the antivirus exists that could cure rain. So they try to get back to the lab. They realize that the viruses with the T-virus and the antivirus are gone. Spence gets his memory back, realizes he was a fucking prick. And uh, he and that and then this is where they show that he was the guy that threw the T-virus into the building <laughs> at the beginning. And spills, uh, spills Buddy's coffee. Yeah, and spills fucking Buddy's coffee as well. Uh, he gets back, starts pointing a gun at the rest of the people threatening them, uh, traps them in the laboratory, and starts fucking off towards the train. And this is where you find out that Alice was trying to under- uncover their secrets and kind of expose them and bring them down from the inside. So she's, yeah. you find out, oh, she was trying to do good, and uh, her husband, her fake husband, kind of sewered them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, and also earlier in the scene where they turn the Red Queen back on, she that's where she releases that fucking liquor claw uh, zombie too i was a very bad girl he gets over to the train opens up the case tries to give himself the the anti-venom or antivirus because he's been uh he's had a couple of scratches and bites but before he can inject him he's killed by the fucking liquor mutant creature that we just talked about in a really gnarly good fucking death here that you got your good. tongue. You got your tongue action from him a few times. Yeah, then. there was some definite tongue, <laughs> some tongue shit happening in this yeah. movie. Hi, 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 hi. Didn't you hear him when he came barreling down the fucking train tunnel? He's like, "I'm gonna be your boyfriend now, Spence." <laughs> <laughs> and then he fucks him to death, mm. <laughs> just like in the games. So Spence is dead, you guys. Okay, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Um. Yeah, he gets killed by the liquor, who, who, which was that big fucking licky tongue creepy zombie, which was created by injecting T virus into living tissue. So not even like into a human or a living being, just living tissue, which makes it so we learn here after he kills Spence, this thing evolves every time it kills again, which is fucking crazy cool concept for this like final boss fight right like yeah what did she say when she eats a human d or when it eats human dna or other dna it it uh upgrades it evolves to a new form yeah so um the after after he gets killed and they see it kind of morph new and fuck off they start to make their way to the 
the train and they get stopped off by the queen again. She won't let him leave. She like locks the door and says, I'm not letting you guys leave until you kill fucking infected dumb bitch over there. And they're like, well, we're not killing her. This is fucked up. We're not going to kill her. And right when you think uh, she's going to like chop, she kind of gives you vibes that uh, Alice is going to chop her head off with that axe. Actually, that scene, you're like, well, uh, is she? And then she just like, what does she do there? She smashes the camera or she smashes the screen and that just ends everything like that. Just that's a little little... that hacker man hits the kill switch. Right, right, right. He was he was. But yeah, yeah, and 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 Kaplan was saying, too, that uh, before when they first saw the hologram, she'll try to manipulate you and make you change your decision. So that's, yeah, she's like, kill him, kill her, kill her, kill her. Right, man. And the dad is fucked when she's in the little girl's voice. She's like, kill her, kill her, do it, do it now. (laughs) My God. Yeah. Yeah, it was a tense moment. So uh, she smashes the queen's monitor. There's suddenly a power outage, and we learn that it was Kaplan. He helped them out. The remaining four survivors hurry to get to the other end of the underground railway before it shuts down in the quarantine attempt. However, they get there, the liquor's on the train, and uh, it scratches Matt, kills Kaplan, who was driving the train, and then Alice battles the liquor, and Rain, who was already given the antivirus to try to fix her, ends up turning anyways, and Matt has to kill her in this scene, which is kind of shitty. You're kind of holding out hope for her the whole time because they keep her alive the whole movie. They drag her along with her and everything, right? I thought she okay, was going to be like those. some yeah. superhuman or super zombie. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, that was they, the only headshot I noticed was actually on uh, on Rain. <clears throat> so this is Train Talk Part Two, uh, Derek. If you're out there this <laughs> week, what kind of what kind of heat is being generated underneath the train? Like enough to cause organic matter to burst into flame. I and feel explode. So, so Dane, Dane, this is actually I true feel here. Like, yeah. Um, every, every train is Friction. actually mandated to have a trap door uh, as a base in the main car, um, just for instances like this, for if they happen. Hence the the swinging pipes too. Those are also mandatory <laughs> in every train <laughs> in Alberta and in Canada. Luke's oh, gonna, yeah. just Luke's just gonna get a hammock bag in the back of the van to hang. And just shove <laughs> That's fucking basically how it is now. But yeah. if if it's an electric train, <laughs> you feel like if you touch the rails, like if you cross the connection and you continuously have that charge going through you, what would it like? You know, you maybe so do you think that maybe the electric fire could cause him to burst into flames like that if it was an electric train. Uh, maybe it's the anabolic mutagens is highly flammable. You know what? I want to hear. I need to hear it from the from the from the Derek's uh, mouth. I think on this one. Drop us a line, Derek. Make sure you get it. Get at your boys. Get at the Doll Brothers. Let them know if if we're uh, way off base with our train facts here. I, I don't I expect, think they are at all. He's like, I only deal. I only deal with diesel locomotives. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> no, no, no. Derek, Derek won't punk us with some excuse like that. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Fuck yeah, Derek. All right, Matt and Alice emerge as the only survivors, <laughs> and they escape at the last moment when the doors close. Matt begins to start suffering a mutation, and this is where we see all the fucking hazmat guys come in, and they're like. Put him into the Nemesis program, and that's where I'm like, "Cool!" I knew I did the Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio meme. I was like, "That's from the game. He's gonna become Nemesis." And I don't know. I like. I kind of want to watch the rest of the movies now and see if he ever comes back as the Nemesis. Like, 
So does the second okay. one leave off from this one then? I feel like if they left it very open yeah, to yeah, continuation, like I am legend it. kind of shit. Picks right yeah, there's up, like right six where this other one ended. Oh, okay. okay. And that's, they're that's, still making them too. That's Resurrection is the <laughs> second one? Uh, there's Apocalypse. a brand new one coming out, but I don't think uh, it's with this current It looks cast. like it's a prequel almost, hey? Like it's called Welcome to Raccoon City or it, something. Yeah, it looks uh, it looks interesting. I will have to watch the other seven of them, I think, before I get it to that one. But I, I've only ever seen this first one, and I've never watched any of the sequels. But this one kind of got me hyped. I don't know why I wasn't more hyped for the sequel when it came out back in the day. Because it was a good movie. Like it, yeah, uh, it the was. first first little bit. Because yeah, I'm not familiar with the lore of it. I was like, kind of like, what the fuck's going on here? Felt like uh, felt like the main characters there, and just kind of like <laughs> I think gathering they my do thoughts. that on purpose, though, right? Like they yeah. kind of want you to feel that way at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, totally. Yeah, just I like enough. how you're discovering different facts about who they are during during the whole play out of the movie too. Like you you don't know, they don't know what their purposes or who they are, and you're both kind of discovering that as it goes on. Yeah, it definitely kept me entertained and yeah, more uh, involved in it. Or engaged, I guess. Because mm-hmm, you know one yeah. of them's bad, but you're not sure which one yet. It's yeah. like <clears throat> Clue. Yeah, it is like yeah. Corey Clue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, you know what this movie could have used more of is Tim Curry. Because he yes. wasn't in it at all. Yes. <laughs> Every movie could use more Tim Curry. So, uh, yeah, we get the scene of her waking up with all these tests being done on her. She walks out of the hospital to find out like society has fucking collapsed. Well, how uh, about she, that hack on the key card with the IV needle? Well, and then I was going to ask you one yeah. uh, one other quick question here, Jordan. Uh, with that haircut they gave her, do you think she got a complimentary bowl of soup with that? Oh, that's good soup. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, she, might, she must have. That's definitely where the women got the... I'm going to shave the side of my head. Just... Just the one side. Oh, yeah. yeah, t- yeah totally. That was where yeah. that fucking look originated, <laughs> man. Yeah, totally. And, yeah, she goes to, we see all these abandoned cars, newspapers blowing through the street. The dead are walking. Uh, she grabs a shotgun out of the cop car, cocks it. Uh, she's literally wearing a piece of paper, like a, not even a merkin. And it's like she's going to fuck shit up ass naked right now. Yeah, so. with, with fucking five shells in her shotgun she didn't even look to see if it was loaded just grabbed it like i'm ready let's go let's fucking go man she got this far and that's the end that's the end of the movie so it sets us up for a sequel so next no not november maybe we return to the series there's always yeah, hey man female this, characters in, i'm i'm not like an evil franchise so this yep. no not november with all these side boobs and little titty shots and nipples it's making Dude. it hard to go dry Making it yeah, hard, well, yeah, for sure. Power through. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Well, I think we might as well uh, see. Um, what do we do? What do we do here? Do you want to do count or do we want to do um, six degrees? Six degrees should go quick because I kind of figured it out already on accident. So let's do it. Let's figure this out. How? How can this movie connect to Christopher Lambert? So um, I'm going to go first because I looked up a, a quick one. I don't know if it's the same one you guys got. I connected it through Mila Jovovich, who is the lead actress. 
who starred in the Joan of Arc movie, The Messenger, with John Malkovich, who was in mm. Con Air with Nick Cage. That's three. Who was in Ghost Rider 2 with none other than Christopher Lambert. Lam- oh, you guys are supposed to say it with me. Christopher okay. Lambert. Lambert. Christopher Lambert. <laughs> well, well, Dane, I, I can do one better and do one degree of separation. Ooh. You need to steal my glory on that one, Jordan? No, I'm not. I'll save no, you go ahead, for you a go deeper ahead. loop then. What you that's yours? Well, what is it? Okay, let me okay, my hold mind, on. Actually, I, I called this to Kenzie earlier. Let me let me ask you if I'm right here. Let me ask you. Um, because bef- earlier I, I'm not even gonna ask you up and out. I'm not gonna spoil it. I just want to ask you if um me thinking that this guy Spence looks a lot like our boy Christopher Lambert is has anything to do with this deeper loot because I thought that the whole movie to the point That's where I pulled I've a seen. picture of him and Highlander up and Spence like I don't know That's... if I'm right I just said I said it to Kenzie I'm like I, I'm just calling it now because I want to see if that's what it is let's put it on record so we all know Lambert has gotten around in in his past and he's he's maybe oh. known to have a couple illicit children that he's unaware of and this is actually not one of them. I'm sorry, Dane. Oh, <laughs> oh you had us. <laughs> he looks so much like Christopher Lambert. I can't deny that. He is he's like his doppelganger for sure. Okay. The timelines just don't add up though. So what? <laughs> what, what is our separation then? What's our one degree? So our director of Resident Evil actually directed 1995's low-budget Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah. Fuck W.S. Anderson. Yeah. Well, I did not click either. Boom, Interesting. one. Yeah, and yeah, after playing Resident <laughs> Evil, Anderson saw its cinematic potential. I love how much fake lore we make up about Christopher Lambert <laughs> on this podcast. He was in Nirvana in the 90s. He has an illegitimate son who started Resident <laughs> Evil. <laughs> that's like not, yeah, that's not even a degree of separation. That's just like a attachment. half degree. <laughs> I wish you would have carried over some of those actors into Resident Evil, like Lambert. Two oh, video man. game movies for Buddy. Yeah, he does he a must... lot of video game movies. Like Although U.S. Uh, Anderson has done every other Resident Evil movie, I think too, right? Like, wow. and so. he did the Monster Hunter movie that just came out. Like he's really young. Which is he's married to Mila Jovovich, so that's why he's she stars in like every one of uh, his movies. Makes sense. Uh, All right. Okay. Yeah, he's young. He's there only go. fifty-six. Hey. Uh. <laughs> 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 All right. Um. I'm pretty sure I heard footsteps outside my door just like hovering there. I don't have oh. any friends. Oh, fuck. There you are, buddy. How's it going? Because I love to count things. Thanks, hey. Count. We're here Hello. with the Count this week, guys. Welcome back, Count. Our fifth member of the crew. Yeah, like he just kind of shows up Get and away. then he fucking leaves all the time. Mm-hmm. We're eight o'clock start, you prick. He <laughs> <laughs> shows up late, doesn't bring coffee, just says his shit and bounces. Classic. Lead singer, wow. lead singer behavior right there. <laughs> all right, Luke, take us away. Not Luke. Yeah, Luke, you're the count guy this week oh. as well as a deeper Luke guy. <laughs> wow. Busy. Really troubled here. this week with Enjoy which count well, to go with and. 
I, and Jordan, he seemed to be really on the ball with things because he, he dropped that 500 number and you know, just throwing, a lot of, throwing around a lot of numerical values that just I did not even count, which is, which is awesome. Um, uh, I was a little troubled with, okay, do I go with like how deep was the hive? Because they do say that. Um, they also Multiple say, times. They also say what lab the glass vial broke in you know, the section and the level, but I'm not going to go there. Um, I'm actually taking a page out of your guys' book where you actually count things in the movie that appear. (laughs) And I ended up with how many times was Umbrella either mentioned, shown, or talked about? (laughs) That's a fucking good one. Oh, man. And we're looking at... What's our range? One to 50. One to 50? Okay. Oh. oh, you're not so quick to your 13 this week. Oh, I, 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 I don't want to be the first one to say it. I feel like I always jump the gun and, you know, I, I feel I'll just level the playing field here and let you guys get an option. I have a number Please. in my head. 41, Bob, because I just, for some reason, Ooh. thought of some 41. Mm. Okay. Please, no questions. We're not doing that. Okay. Uh, I didn't ask a question. So does, does that include the, <laughs> the umbrella ammo? Every I guess it's just whoever counts it. Yeah, every time it was either either an image talked about or just kind of in glance it glanced at. What about what? an actual umbrella? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> What so what number like, did you act like any of these questions would change your guess? I was like between uh, one and fifty. I'm gonna say twenty. Twenty-two. Mm. Twenty-two. Yeah. Lay it down. Grease it Fuck up. man. I'm going greasy. I'm gonna go with one. Oh, he's low. <laughs> you fucking slice of shit, Jordan. <laughs> Well played though. You're going for the win, but uh, I'm so going sorry. For the fucking throw. I was going to say 25, <laughs> but Kurt kind of got a little close there. So I don't, I don't want to. I always never nice realized tr- that that's dead, almost dead center. I guess that's just subconscious. Eh? Like, Bob, could I get a uh, bump? You're Bob. You're Bob. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Uh, Kurt's a winner. No. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? 27. Fuck. I was going to say 25. Wow, wow. The doll boy's just bouncing it back and forth, I guess. It's that subliminal. You guys just that that brotherly bond. (laughs) We got our own group chat where we just trade uh the count numbers. That's right. This is it goes much deeper than you think. The Mm. count is always happening. Man, none of my buttons are working. I'm trying to give you a good win sound, Kurt. Fuck. That's okay. Give me yes, guy. We're, we're, we're gonna get a whole bunch of just like ah. Uh. <laughs> did did you not watch the flick? Luke will fill you in on what you miss. Just keep up if you can. Christopher Lambert, Jean Claude Van Damme. All right. <laughs> that was yeah. awesome. That was really good. Yeah. All right. Hey.
Is that ACDC? That was uh, uh, Ariel's. <laughs> that was Ariel's, yeah. Well oh, done. from uh, from the Little Mermaid. System of a Down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, from the Little. Yeah. <laughs> from the Little uh, Mermaid. Yeah. Yeah, Ariel. <laughs> So, yeah, that song's hard to play and sing. I'm probably not going to do that one again next time. <laughs> that is a hard song to play. I, I did that on uh, Rocksmith, the video game for guitar. It's, uh, it's not X bad if you're not trying to sing while you're playing it. It's the it's it's in three, three, like three timing, right? One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two. Three, one, two. Yeah. But anyways, well take done. us down. Take Take us home, country Luke. Okay, Jordan, did you notice the code that opened the door when they were trying to escape the zombies on first attack? On the first attack or when they When got... they couldn't get the code punched in, when when Kaplan had trouble remembering the, the digits. I didn't, one, but I want to see if my photo map... Seven, seven, five. And... Can, I, can I take a stab? Yeah, give her. One, two, one, seven, seven. It's a... Eight-digit number. Oh... Oh fuck! Okay, so I'm thinking of the laser. I'm thinking of the the uh, the laser room door for sure. One yeah. two one seven seven was the laser. So the, room. That you were right on that one for sure. Yeah, this Who one was. was oh, you both were. <laughs> one two one seven seven. See, but, but, but the but this number was zero Semi-four four graphic zero memory, three guys. one nine six five, and it was the director's birthday. Oh, oh 1965. Okay. All right. All right, all right. Um, ton of video game references in this movie, which I think is why it was received so well because they stayed true to it. Uh, I kind of made a list of all of them. Yeah. Um, near the end of the movie, the shot of Alice's eye, where it just is like zoomed in over her eyeball. That's yeah. a direct reference to the first game because yeah, that's your man. title screen is the eye. The fucking one eye. Uh, another one is when something is switched, like when they shut down the Red Queen to reboot her, something elsewhere happens in the movie. Like like they shut down the yeah. Red Queen, so then all the doors open, which is similar to the games as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Uh, Alice's fake husband is named Spence, and in the first game, it took place in Spencer Estate Mansion. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, after returning to the laser hallway, bodies vanish, and that's just like in the game. Is after you leave uh, a couple dead enemies uh, and you come back, they're gone. That's cool. That's such a cool uh, reference. And, and, <laughs> I and love they, that. Did, they did mention that too. They said like, the bodies are gone. They did. Oh, yeah, they called it. I didn't out. even notice that. That's fucking cool. Yeah, Which I love I little how, shit like that. I don't know how the guy made of giblets got fucking away but they must have scooped him up in a dustbin yeah this somebody came in with a fucking scoop shovel and a some dustbin but you think they all would have been chopped up though too with the grid oh yeah when it all came down and yeah for sure like the guy laying down there with his fingers chopped off yeah yeah well the grid it looks like it kind of just came into his body width really like it knew where he was and it specifically gridded him yeah, just had to take one step back and he would have been alive. But. Imagine being Catherine now <laughs> and just like yeah. opening the doors, like I got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. just do a yeah. pile of meat on the ground. Oh, and then they had to go in there after, too. Yeah. 
Imagine okay. if the bodies didn't disappear, I would fucking would have smelled in there when they came back. Ooh. Probably what like they have the... zombified? Even like in little giblets there? <laughs> Probably Just little zombie chunks running around? Their spinal call or their spinal cord is the ah, only way right. to kill them. Yeah, right. I believe I heard. Okay, so the, the team also sets a timer on their watch for three hours when they enter the hive. And in the game, in order to unlock most bonuses, you had to beat the game in under three hours. Oh, Ooh. yeah. That Just is true. Imagine three hours. Imagine that. Like, uh, it's hard. What, Val, Valhalla, though, like that's like 127 <laughs> hours Man. invested to beat it now. Nowadays, these new games. Yeah. I think it was. Well, even back smaller, then, like but... it, that's a, that's a speed run, three hours, man. Like, I remember oh, yeah, me I and my buddy tell. trying to play through five. It was a co-op Resident Evil one. You could play a co-op. So it was a little easier to do all those crazy challenges. But we were trying to do that speedrun one. And it was fucking not, like, even doable. And we had some unlocks where you had, like, um, really good... Uh, it would give you way more ammo drops when you played. And we had one where you had, like, a way bigger backpack and shit. And we still... It was hard to fucking speedrun. So could you upgrade your weapons or anything, or you just kind of picked up the MP5s and the handguns and no, you just you have a like a literal like a suitcase, and you can only fit there's squares that that get so if you have like okay. a shotgun and a fucking thing you and and like five packs of ammo, you're like almost full, right? Yeah, yeah, it's wild, and uh, a lot like a lot of speed running in that game is just creatively running through the room and trying not to get. Like not even to run into the zombies, just to run away from them, right? Because you, you're trying to save ammo because you get it's so scarce usually. And they're slow in the game too. Yeah, the zombies are pretty slow in the game. Yeah, that's hard to do in a game where you try not to kill everything. Like the the goal is to run away. Yeah, yeah, survival, yeah. right? Survival horror. They want you to. Mm, yeah. So it's about survival more than killing, it which is cool. Kill. Yeah. <laughs> What else? Where's any more video game references? Uh, you could, uh, that's there. There's actually a couple more, but I can I just can't. Couldn't do them all. Um, but actually, there's a huge Alice in Wonderland comparison to this movie. Like the connections are kind of ridiculous. You know, starting with the main character's name is Alice, the red, and the computer's name is the Red Queen. <coughs> you know, yeah. she's uh, wild. Uh, the um, you know, she also tries to get someone's ch- head chopped off. You know, where she's like off with their heads, and she's mm-hmm. she gets elevator chick decapitated, and then tries to get Michelle Rodriguez de- decapitated. Yeah, they have a white That's rabbit funny. used for the T T virus. Oh, the when they use when they use the fucking uh, yeah. the antibodies for it. Yeah, the, the, the very beginning. Go Wild. Through. When they go into the hive, they go through a mirrored door. So that's like through the looking glass. Wow. Okay. Fucking getting deeper. Turning my brain into shit right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking. <laughs> Where's the top Deep. hat get in on this? Uh, there is mention of a uh, reference to the caterpillar. Like when oh, Matt, okay. uh, Matt's sitting on the ledge when the train and JD hear the first zombie. I guess this is somehow tied to the caterpillar i'm not really i don't really get that reference but apparently it's a thing uh okay <clears throat> um uh, total body count 88 just like in alice in wonderland 
Really? That's the same amount of people that die in Alice in Wonderland? <laughs> what? No, I might have just thrown that one in there. Okay. <laughs> no, they, they, Nobody yeah, fact no, checks they, Deeper Luke it's, anyways. It's probably 85, I think. <laughs> Go back and count, yeah. <laughs> That's wild, man. What a fucking... What a ride. Uh, and it's, I kind of wanted to get into... This this kind of sparked up some some other movies that that spawned from just the success of this one was was Doom, Silent Hill, and Max Payne, which I think should all be on our list coming up at some point. Absolutely, mm. man. All right. Doom for sure with Doom, Dwayne yeah. the Rock Johnson. Oh. I'm into it. Who's in Max Payne? Is that Mark Wahlberg? I thought it was. I thought it was Tom Hardy, isn't it? No, Matt Damon, isn't it? Oh man, I love. I'm Matt convinced Damon. it was Mark Wahlberg. Why am I? Maybe he was it in it. A... I remember. Fuck! I watched every Bourne movie like multiple, multiple times. It's the only thing I have in my room out of the farm. So that B O U not Damon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mark Wahlberg and Mila Kunis are in the Max Payne movie. Oh no way! Yeah. They get good reviews. Like, We're sitting at fifteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes and five on IMDb. Dude, that's it's about where our us. movies that we watch sit. <laughs> this one was uh, six point seven, uh, thirty-six critic, sixty-seven user. I would. I, I, I agree. I, I'd rate this movie on on the higher end of our. Let, let, let's throw it down. Are you? Are, is there any more deeper Luke's? Um, the the last. Just wanted to end it with. Um, there was an end credit sort of scene. It's just Michelle Rodriguez saying, when we get out of here, I think I'm going to get laid. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> I, remember, I watched to the credits because like, I wonder if they tease the sequel because there's so many sequels and just that. And I was like, <laughs> well, other shout out because uh, we seem to like reference Slipknot weirdly all the time when we're recording. Uh, Slipknot is the ending song and that's a fucking ripper of a tune. I was loving uh, that. What, oh, what the <laughs> fuck is the name of that song? My Plague. Yeah, sick tune, okay. man. That was. It could have used more of that well, in the movie instead of like that early two thousands techno. Well, that, I felt <laughs> like you got to get my Chemical was, Brothers, uh, man. Yeah, come was, on, was, man. They had the piano in there. It sounded like the Michael Myers remix. Yeah, there was also <laughs> a good amount of <laughs> like just a lot of that too. But I mean that 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 type of music does give you a real ass kicky vibe. Like you, th- somebody's gonna get their ass kicked when that's on. You know, like the Matrix style yeah. ass whooping vibe, totally. which is what they were probably going for back then, man. I People think. are gonna get their necks broken. <laughs> there was so like do- two broken necks in this movie too, actually. Yeah. Oh well, I mean, does a does a head chop uh... count as a broken neck technically? Fuck. They had their career <laughs> ended. This is real broken. <laughs> There, was, there was Michelle Rodriguez cracking that girl's neck, and then what was the other one? Uh, when she kicked the... Mila, when, yeah, Mila when did she, a couple. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. the head kicks, yeah. Yeah, when she got her for the first 9mm there, she with the dog scene, she kicked that guard in the head, and his neck broke. And Good move. Fell down. And That's when she, she realized she wall. was like, I am a secret agent. I'm a superhero. <laughs> You're a wizard. Um. Yeah, where do we rank it? Where do we rank it in the video game ranking? Then, like, I, yeah, I, I, I think out of the ones we've done, so we got uh, Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, Mario Brothers, 
Resident Tomb Evil. Tomb, Tomb Raider. Raider. Tomb Raider, I guess, yeah. And then Resident Evil. Resident Evil. And I think yeah. it's in the top top echelon. Oh yeah. I'd say I, top I put three. It, I'd slot it right yeah. under Mortal Kombat, I think, because it's better than Tomb Raider, and I thought I slotted oh, Tomb Raider, Raider right under Mortal Kombat. Yeah. So Yeah, I think strictly just coming from like an entertainment and storyline and like a well done polished movie this does definitely he's up there mortal kombat's i think always going to take the cake but yeah yeah. it's just tough to beat you know what and that that puts paul ws anderson at like our he's like the porcelain throne's favorite fucking director bro (laughs) so i feel like i kind of need to go back and watch some of the some of the sequels he's done to this movie and yeah you know what might as well i bet you there's some some more uh full frontal uh mila jovovich action and all little, those because like, yeah, he did side i was looking he does alien versus predator and oh, fucking dude. Uh, can we just be a paul ws anderson Death podcast Race in 2000 he's <laughs> gonna do a series maybe yeah he does uh, yeah, maybe, he's actually maybe get his own series me. i think after christmas yeah so with that in mind we got a few minutes left why don't we figure out let's hash it out on christmas what do we want to do I think Gremlins is on the chopping block. I say we just right? we don't put any pressure on it, but let's try to fucking smack out as many as we can in December. Like like if we can hit one a week, let's do it. If not, who gives a fuck? But I'm gonna do it. Okay, because yeah, we could start we could start recording them as early as next week if we want, really. So yeah, I guess we got fucking two weeks left in November. Yeah, are, are we looking ahead more of... more the the horror action side, like a like a Gremlins and. Uh... Uh, Krampus. Well, me and Jordan were thinking if we're going to do four, why don't we do two spooky action or spooky horror movies, Christmas themed, and then two like good action movie to like a Die Hard or something that takes place uh, at Christmas. Like two Hallmark Christmas movies. That would be nice. Like, you know what? I'm into that because, you know, my wife never watches these with me. And if we were to do a a couple Hallmark ones, you know, where. Uh, uh, you know, Shauna moves back to her hometown, and she's the big law office, and she's looking to make uh, make it at the firm. And while she's back home, she just runs into her old flame, whose wife died ten years ago, and you know he's got two little girls. And right during that scene, she gets a call from her mm. Chad boyfriend. And he's like, "You're never gonna make it at the firm." And that's, that's gonna, a nightmare, you know, from, a nightmare before Christmas, isn't it? No, no, in all seriousness, though, I, I think, yeah, why don't we shoot for too spooky, too actiony, but you know, we'll play it light and breezy. If we don't get all of them in, we don't get all of them in. But yeah, uh, before we run out of time here, we got to get to Kurt's safety corner here. We only got three men. Well, I'll be, I'll be quick. It's, uh, I'm a little off the board on this one, but uh, you know, it's, it's winter in this great cat and this great nation of Canada, and uh, I think we all need to just, you know, remember that on the roads out there. Stop, uh, stop driving like it's summer. All right. Yeah. It's Do you guys notice that? I've been working on Jasper Ave, and everybody drives like a fucking idiot downtown. Oh uh, man, it's just it's I'm all over. Fucking, it's I all feel over your pain. It's everywhere. It's on the main highways I drive coming into the city every day, too. It's all shit. It's all shit. And, and put your fucking winter tires on. Yeah, come on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're on there. Fucking, yeah. Get them on. Drain your, drain your old fluid. Get, yeah. Uh, <laughs> put that winter air in the tires. That's right. Good one, Kurt. Drain the fluid. Yeah. Well, 
Boys, I'm gonna bounce and go start watching the Wheel of Time because the first three episodes are on Amazon Prime. I'm doing just what I do. No, not what I want to do, but what I've got to do. Rather, lies, always been in the 